Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Today, we've got a lot of crazy stories, and our first story of the day is from Bannual5379. Am I the jerk for deciding not to attend my sister's wedding after I found out the reason she won't make me a bridesmaid? I'm 19 years old female. My sister, 28 year old female, is getting married in a few weeks. She has 12 bridesmaids and I'm not one of them. Our two other sisters are bridesmaids and our older brother's a groomsman. I'm the only sibling who's not in the wedding party and it always rubbed me the wrong way. I respected her choice since it's her wedding, but still, as a move, it hurt me very much because I felt like the outsider sibling throughout my entire life. She didn't even want me involved in any wedding planning activities unless it was some last minute errand I'd have to do because she was too bored to do it herself. My mom and dad were upset by my sister's decision, but they couldn't say much or else my sister would be mad at them as well. My mom tried to find out the reason why. She'd still respect her choice, but it was still a weird choice to include everyone but me. Turns out all my sisters, not my brother, despise me low-key because I gave my mother a lot of life-threatening diseases during her pregnancy with me, and they blame me for the health issues our mom's going through right now. My sisters always tried to accept me, but they could never love me as I'm their constant reminder of why our mom is sick. My brother doesn't share those opinions at all, and he says how it's just an unfortunate situation. My sister who's getting married said that she wants the most important people at her wedding party and she doesn't consider me one of them for that exact reason. And that's why I'm not a bridesmaid. After that, I decided to completely remove myself from the situation and skip the wedding altogether. But now my sisters are all mad because this is going to raise questions among the guests on why I'm not there and that I'm selfish for putting myself first instead of trying to suck it up for just one day so people won't start asking things. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk because it just seems really unfair for them to be judged that way. It wasn't ever a choice that OP could make. OP couldn't change things, couldn't do things differently. While the overall situation for the mom might not be good, and it might be a result of the pregnancy, there's no room for these people to have lifelong grudges against their own sibling and blame them for something that is not in their control. Would it make OP a jerk if they just didn't show up to this wedding at all? Even if it raised some questions for everybody else to answer? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Ilfkin Eat You Too. Am I the jerk for telling a family to fly private? I was recently flying from NYC to LAX for a work trip, and I had the displeasure of sitting next to a family and a little boy, nine. I got on the plane in the midst of issues with my diabetes, and I needed to eat within two hours so I began snacking. I immediately began receiving dirty looks from the parents and the mother said, can you not do that? Our son. So I put my food away and figured I'd wait until the flight attendant came around so I could buy food from her and eat at an acceptable time just to show some respect for their wishes. 
So the flight attendant comes by with her beverages and snacks. I start to ask for a Coke and a snack box. But before I can finish the sentence, the father says, Nothing for this row, we're all set here. And she continues on. I go up to press the call light so I can get my food and drink because I actually need it. And the father says, Our son has prodder willy. We'd prefer it if he didn't eat because it causes tantrums when he doesn't know he can't eat and he's always hungry. I'm close to a tantrum myself at this point, so I look him in the eye and say, I don't care. Fly private if you want to control your surroundings. The flight attendant comes back and I get my food and drink. I snarf it down and chug my soda and I sit back. As soon as I'm calmed and I'm able to open my laptop and get back to work, the mother leans in and says, I feel a calling to educate you about my son's disease. And I felt my entire body clench up. She keeps talking to me and explaining how I'd make her son feel. And I said, listen, lady, I don't freaking care. I'm going to handle my type 1 diabetes the way I see fit. And you're going to handle your son the way you see fit. I'm not endangering myself because you don't want to deal with a tantrum. If you want to control other people, then you book all the seats in a row or you freaking fly private. I recounted the story to a friend of mine once I'd gotten off the plane, and she immediately told me that I was a huge jerk and that I should have given them a little bit of grace due to their son's condition. I kind of feel bad, but at the same time, I think that it's unavoidable if you're going into public and you're around others. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk in this situation, but I do feel like both sides could have handled this better. First of all, I think OP's more than justified with how they acted based on what the father of the kid did. If the father of the kid wasn't a jerk and shooed off the flight attendant, it probably would have worked out a lot nicer. As far as everything goes, OP doesn't know it to anybody to disclose their personal conditions, and they have every right to snack and eat and drink on the flight. Our next story is from No Kids Allowed's. Am I the jerk for not watching my sister's children while she finds herself? My sister's going through a messy divorce and her ex-husband's ghosted her. She was a stay-at-home mom during the marriage and that's what she's done for the last 10 years. My sister's on a much-reclaim-my-youth phase. She wants me, I'm single and live in a small one-bedroom apartment in California, to watch her kids for the summer while she heals. The thing is, my sister lives about 1,500 miles from me and even though I work from home three days a week, I'm still working about 50 hours a week, and there's no way I can take care of a 5 and 7 year old the whole freaking summer. It's not like I can just magically take off work for 3 months. My sister's hurt, and said I can get a nanny and I can afford it. She starts crying, she needs to reclaim herself over the summer. I told her that's BS, and millions of people go through divorces, and I doubt many people have someone else watch their children for them all summer. She was crying over the phone saying how she needed this and it's not fair that I don't have to take care of children. I don't even have a boyfriend, she told me. I ended the call with, you need to stop being selfish and think of your children during this divorce. And you just can't dump them on other people while you find yourself. I don't know where she's getting this advice from and it's stupid. My sister took it as calling her stupid and that I talk just like her ex-husband. I was exhausted with arguing with her, so I just said no. It's not happening. I think OP's not the jerk here. Nobody should be saddled with somebody else's kids, even if it's a relative. And I agree with a lot of the sentiment that OP said. You can't just dump your children on somebody else and go off to find yourself. You're literally essentially saying, hey, let me dump my kids and just go experiment for two months somewhere. I'll just meet up with you afterwards. It's like, do you even hear yourself right now? 
I bet in that situation they would lie to their kids trying to explain where mom's going. Our next story is from Lillington579. Am I the jerk for leaving in the middle of celebration because of the toast my husband gave? I, female 25, married my husband, male 31, three years ago. I'm currently pregnant with our first baby together. We found out it's a girl, and my in-laws wanted to invite us to dinner for gender reveal announcement and celebration. When we got there, we saw many relatives coming to congratulate us and celebrate. It was bigger than expected, which made me nervous because I'm not a fan of being around many people. We sat at our dinner table, and I barely ate. I was feeling so much anxiety and was sort of upset my husband didn't warn me about how many people were coming, but I tried to stay calm and collected. Anyways, after the announcement and in the middle of the celebration, my husband wanted to give a toast. He opened a bottle and poured a drink and wished that our daughter be healthy, happy, but look nothing like me. Everyone at the table laughed. I sat there staring in shock while he kept laughing with them. I felt so much rage and my anxiety got out of hand, not gonna lie. I got up, took my purse and made my way out. His mom followed me asking if I was okay. I told her I just wanted to go home. He came to the door asking what was wrong. That's when we started arguing. He said this was a joke toast and that my reaction was over the top. But the thing is, ever since I got pregnant, he kept hinting how he doesn't want our daughter to look like me. He even once got up in the morning and first thing he told me was how much he wished our daughter looked nothing like me. It hurt me while I'm already dealing with low self-esteem and anxiety. I wanted to go home, but he said I was being a baby and that I should learn to take a freaking joke. I said he made everyone laugh at me, but he defensively said it didn't warrant me to walk out of dinner and be so disrespectful to the relative who came to celebrate and share our joy. I went home and he called many times telling me to get my insecurities in check before I passed them on to our daughter. He urged me to get therapy and stop acting so dramatically like how I did in front of this family. I think leaving dinner wasn't the best solution, but I just got overwhelmed. I think OP is definitely not the jerk here, and frankly, in my opinion, screw anybody that tries to minimalize OP's feelings in this situation. Frankly to me, OP's husband sounds like a total piece of work. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every single video has awesome stories, like our next one from Flirthurt. Am I the jerk because I told my girlfriend, not everyone is attracted to you? I met my girlfriend Val a year and a half ago. We've been together exclusively for a year and some change. We have fun together, same sense of humor, interested in the same things. When we first met she had low self-esteem, so I would compliment her a ton and try to build her up. Now I think that was a mistake. Everything was smooth sailing, but for the last few months she's been telling me about different guys that have told her they're interested in her and would ask her out if she was single or have checked her out. First I was just like, okay, cool I guess, because I didn't really know how I was supposed to react. She continued doing it, sometimes it was somebody she worked with. Other times, just some random dude she passed in a store. A couple weeks ago, I said something about my female friend's girlfriend. Val said, oh, friend's name is Gay? Hmm, I thought she was checking me out before. I pretty much just rolled my eyes at that. We went swimming a few weeks ago. After we walked by a couple guys, Val said, did you see that? They were checking me out. I seen them sitting there, but it didn't look like they checked her out. They just looked in our direction when we walked by. The last straw was last weekend. 
We went by my friend from work's house for a birthday party. My friend Will was there. Will is a really nice guy, can talk to anyone and make them feel welcome. He's also gay. Him and Val really got along and were chatting a while. On our way back to my place, Val said, I think Will might have a crush on me. I said, eh, doubt it, he's just friendly. She said, no, it seemed like he was interested. I said, Will's gay. Val said, well then he must be bi because he was checking me out. I sort of snapped and said, this has gotta stop. Everyone's not attracted to you or checking you out. Some people are just looking in your direction or being nice. She said, don't be jelly, I get looks and you don't. Her way of saying jealous. I said, I'm not jealous, but this is beyond annoying. You sound conceited, it's a major turnoff. I ended up telling her she should go home that night instead of stay over at my place. I haven't really talked to her since, besides a text she sent. She texted me Tuesday and said, When you're ready to apologize for acting like a jealous jerk, let me know. I don't think I should apologize, but maybe I was being jealous, and this is something I should just deal with? Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here because I'm not really sure what the intentions are from OP's partner. Like a weird, narcissistic, braggadocious type thing that, frankly, would wear on I think anybody that's trying to have a committed relationship. What do you guys think? Was OP being the jerk for blowing up about this? Let me know what you guys think. Our next story is from Eversunset01. Am I the jerk for clearly telling my parents how family functions hosted by me will go from now on? I'm currently expecting my 27-year-old female, first child with my husband, and this is a discussion I had with my parents recently. There's background to this first though, my mom's been married twice. First time she was married for 9 years and had my 3 half-siblings with husband number 1. He died and my mom met my dad. My half-siblings hadn't changed how they felt about my dad from the first day they met him till now. He was always unwanted, always made to be the outsider. He never pushed to be their dad or to be called anything. Even they will say that to people. But they simply did not want someone else married to their mom and were not willing to be a family with random people after their dad died. To them, their nuclear childhood family ended with the death of their dad. My mom and dad have me and my brother, 29-year-old male, and we both knew we were not important to our half-siblings. We knew they didn't acknowledge us as siblings even and we could see that they never cared about us or our dad. It hurt a lot as a kid. I didn't get why they were so against the idea of us being siblings or why they didn't even want to be friends with my dad. We were never invited to their weddings or to their baby showers, and they would show up at family functions and ignore us if they knew enough people there. Otherwise, there were no shows. This has led me to want to focus on my husband's family for my child. They're good, kind people. They're better people than I ever expected to have in my life. And I feel like they'll be the people there for my child, who will build my child and any future children up. So I'm no longer going to attend functions where my half-siblings will be present. But more than that, they will not get any invite to anything hosted by my husband and I. I know my parents want to pretend like things are okay, and nobody's bothered by the stuff with my half-siblings. They want to believe therapy when my half-siblings were kids and loving them is enough. But it's not. And I told them I wouldn't put my child into the mix of rejection by people who are supposed to be family. That I didn't want my child to be othered before they are even born simply because they're born to me. So I decided to no longer include them, half-siblings. My parents were very upset by this. 
So my grandma, mom's mom, and aunts, Linda and Jane, my mom's sisters, told me I was being a jerk for no reason. That everyone else has accepted this is just the way things are and are willing to deal for the people they love. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP can be the jerk in this situation when, from the very beginning of their life and all the way till now, they've been treated as an outsider and, frankly, almost haven't been treated at all besides the word ignored. Why should OP, after living a life of being outcasted and ignored by these people, be the one to try to compromise and work around that callous behavior? They clearly don't want to be involved with OP or be involved in OP's life, so why should OP have to fight around that? Our next story is from Fila Volkov. Am I the jerk? My girlfriend always invites a friend for dinner when I'm working, so I said, I don't get why I pay half the grocery money. We're all 25 years old. I work three days a week from Monday to Wednesday. I'm gone for the entirety of those days and usually get back either very late on Wednesday or sometime on Thursday if I'm too far from home to travel back after work. My girlfriend and I live together and usually order three meals each week. They're meant for two people, but there's always leftovers, so the meals pretty much last almost the full week. My girlfriend still goes shopping every Friday after she's back from work, and since the pandemic started, she's taken our friend Max with her. We all went to the same school. Now, since some months, my girlfriend started inviting Max for dinner on those days where I'm not home. She doesn't like being by herself and says she needs a reason to cook and Max helps her with that. I don't mind the fact that she invites him. What bothers me is that when I get home, I either have to eat leftovers or frozen pizza. The meals we order are always around $40, and then there's also the grocery bill, which my girlfriend and I split equally. We've gotten into a rather unrelated argument, but it led up to me saying, I don't get why I pay half the grocery bills if I don't even get to eat most of it. It ticked her right off, and she blamed me for never helping with groceries or shopping and saying that if I'd cook with her like Max does, I'd be able to have a nice meal instead of warming up frozen stuff or eating at my parents' place. She's been really furious about my comment and hasn't much talked to me since that. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna say both sides are probably jerks here? I don't know. I mean, if she does all the shopping and cooking, then really is it OP's place to complain about eating leftovers or frozen stuff if they don't actually do any of that work? Related to the food? Does the girlfriend do anything for income herself? Does either side try to make some efforts to cook food together or have meals together? Like, I'm really kind of unsure about the dynamic that's going on here. Let alone how many people would probably feel about having that guy friend over three days a week. And then also eating the food that you pay for. I was looking through the comments and some people were saying that they're their part-time boyfriend that OP's paying for. Our next story is from CoolFox6198. Am I the jerk for telling my dad that I still hold a grudge for something that happened 10 years ago? My 26-year-old female mom passed away at childbirth, so it was pretty much my father, 50-year-old male, and me, with the occasional visits from my grandparents from both sides. Since I lived with just him, I took on a more masculine style and likings, like one of the boys, but the only boy was my father. I was Rexy for T-Rex because I was obsessed with them for years. I had no Barbies, he bought me a few but I was like, ew, and I had almost zero dresses or skirts. He also did my hair really awful every time. When I was around 12, he began dating this woman called Maria who had a daughter, 15 at that time, named Stacy. 
While Maria was a total sweetheart, Stacy was horrible. She bullied me for not looking like a girl should do, for liking man stuff like cars, bikes, and stuff like that. I have to admit that I also didn't have many male friends while growing up, neither female or males, so my person was my dad. And as I grew up, I got involved with what he liked. To make things short, Stacy would often throw awful comments about me being a boy, a weirdo, etc. And my dad would do these same comments in a less bully way, but they hurt me more because he was confirming that while Stacy was his daughter, I was his son. What broke my heart was he called Stacy Peach, like Mario's princess, while I was T-Rex. I did a 180 in my looks at 15. I bought dresses, skirts, and dyed part of my hair a sweet pink, which made Stacy laugh at me even more, and my dad was like, whoa, pink? That's for girls. On my 16th birthday, Stacy put black dye in my shampoo and ruined my whole look. I guess it was the stick that broke the camel's back, because I cried so horrible to the point of not breathing, and I told my dad in front of Maria and Stacy what she had done all those years, along with my dad's awful remarks and subtly enabling Stacy's awful comments. In the end, he left Maria and Stacy because it was obvious there was no going back after that. He eventually married my now stepmom when I turned 20. My dad apologized, we talked about it, and a year after that, we attended therapy until I was 24. I think it broke my relationship with my dad in a way we will never be able to fix. I know he doesn't have my back. Yesterday while talking, he tried to joke about it and I said that I didn't want to remember it because I'll never forgive him for joining Stacy in her bullying. He said it couldn't be possible that I'm still holding a grudge. I say I am and that I always will because he absolutely broke my heart and confidence. He tried to argue but my stepmom said that he needed to let it go because my feelings are my feelings. I still cry when I remember it but he says I'm a jerk because he left them and made amends with me. I think OP's not the jerk here. It's great that they went and left them and tried to make amends wherever possible, but OP's feelings are OP's feelings, and sometimes no amount of saying I'm sorry is going to be able to just correct years of this bullying and reaffirming of said bullying. Our next story is from Uliton. Am I the jerk for expecting to be Venmoed right away for the cost of dinner? Five of us, 18-year-old female through 20-year-old female, went to Nobu to celebrate our friend's birthday. Splitting the checks a hassle, so I paid, and they would all Venmo me. It's Nobu, so the tab is large. All of them but one Venmoed me promptly. The last one hasn't answered my Venmo request for several days. She knows I requested and texted her. I saw red. So I texted in the group chat, Hey so-and-so, can you Venmo me for Nobu? I haven't gotten it yet. She texted and said, That's a private matter. You don't need to say anything in the chat and make me look bad. Yet, she still hasn't paid yet. I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. Let's be real. They're trying to stiff you on that, and you calling them out in the group chat is a great way to put them on blast and make them look like a total jerk. And I wouldn't be too surprised if, in the next few days, all of a sudden you see a new Venmo notification from them finally covering it for you because you called them out. And if they don't, I would reply to that last message saying something like, Well, I try to ask you in private, and you've been ghosting me. So what else am I supposed to do? Put them really on blast. Our next story is from Mikey Throwaway one Am I the jerk for messing up the closing on our first house? I know I messed up huge, but am I the jerk? My husband and I have been trying to buy our first house for over a year. 
It's been insane in this market, and we finally found a place that isn't exactly what we wanted and was $40,000 over the asking price, but still, it meant we would no longer be paying rent and was only a little over our budget. We were supposed to close on Monday. I was so excited, I wanted to get some new outfits for the closing. While shopping, I saw a bag I absolutely fell in love with and it matched my new outfit perfectly. They did a great job selling me, and before I know it, I'd let the sales lady convince me that as a new homeowner, I deserve nice things. They also talked me into getting a store credit card with a 20000 limit. The bag cost a pretty big chunk of that. I was approved and bought the bag. What I didn't know is that taking out a new credit card is really bad when you're buying a house. We couldn't close on Monday, and since there's like a dozen offers on this house, we may lose it while everything's sorted out with our lenders. Also, we may lose the $10,000 in earnest cash we gave the seller. I wanted to throw up. I know I messed up so badly, it was a stupid decision, and I was such an idiot for even walking in the store. And this bag may end up costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars in earnest money and still having to rent as my husband's told me countless times over the past four days. I know I messed up, but am I the jerk? While OP might feel bad and remorseful for what they did, and they may say that they're sorry and they feel terrible, they're still a jerk for what they did. If you're going through a situation like that where you're closing on your first house, just make sure that ink dries and it's in your name and it's yours before you go and do anything flashy and risk anything with your financials right now. And let's be real, nobody needs a new outfit or a bag or anything to celebrate the closing of their house. Our next story is from Backwoods Peach. Am I the jerk for refusing to take care of commitments my ex-husband made to our kids? From the title, it sounds like kind of like I'm the jerk, right? It does, I agree. Backstory comes in now, though. My ex-husband, we'll call him Bob, male 31, and I, female 28, have two kids, male 5 and female 7, together. Without talking to me or asking my schedule, Bob signed our kids up for baseball. The kids don't want to do baseball in the first place, they do have other sports they like though. Their practices are on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with games on Monday. All of the events are around 7pm start time. The days are tentative because things change. Now, Bob also went and signed himself up for a local softball league. The softball league didn't start until a month or two after the children's baseball, so we took the kids to their events. Well, when Bob's league started, he started saying that I needed to take the kids to the events because he had to go to his. I told him I'm in no way obligated to take them to events he signed them up for, that they don't want to do in the first place, just because he wanted to go to his events. Normally around then, I'm still working and will be for a few more hours and I can't leave. As far as he's concerned, I'm the worst mother ever because I won't leave work to take them for him so that he can do what he wants to instead. Does refusing to take care of his poorly made commitments make me the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here because it's not about fulfilling a commitment to the kids. It's about not making a compromise on something you never had any say in to begin with. OP wasn't involved in signing the kids up Opie wasn't involved in their husband going to a softball league, and up until this point, Opie remained uninvolved in any of that stuff apparently. I think pulling the kids out of that baseball thing is honestly for the best for you and for the kids, they don't even want to be there. And our final story of the day is by Throwaway86202. 
Am I the jerk for refusing to shave my head in solidarity with my cousin? I, 15-year-old female, have a cousin, Anna, also 15-year-old female. We spent every minute together growing up, and I only ever really think of her as my best friend, not as my cousin. A few weeks ago, Anna got diagnosed with cancer. I won't go into the details, but it was a shock to all my family. And while the doctor said she should survive with treatment, they suggested she start chemo ASAP. I haven't been going to school much the past weeks and have been staying at their house most of the time. Anna has difficulties making friends and I think she just wanted to be with someone she actually trusted. Not that she doesn't trust her parents, but it's a different kind of trust. Obviously it's a horrible situation, but she's taken it reasonably well considering the circumstances. She decided to shave her head before starting chemo and booked an appointment to get it done. A few days before the appointment, my aunt invited me and my mom over and told us she was going to surprise Anna by shaving her head too when she was out getting hers done. We thought it was a great idea and I know it would mean a lot to Anna. However, she then asked my mom and I to do it with her. My mom agreed, but I didn't want to. I know it sounds selfish, but I know Anna and I really didn't see how me not doing it would have a negative impact on her. I didn't want to stand out at school or have anyone say anything about it. I'm aware how bad that sounds since Anna doesn't have a choice, but that's really my only reason. My aunt got angry and started yelling at me, saying I was selfish and didn't care about Anna at all. She wouldn't let me explain and called me a jerk. She told me to go home and that I wasn't welcome back to her house. She said if I actually wanted to help Anna, I would do this one little thing for her and I clearly didn't care about anyone but myself. My parents thought that what my aunt did was unfair, but I couldn't blame her considering how much pressure she was under. I agree, but I don't really care about her apologizing. I just want her to let me back into Anna's life. The ironic part is I secretly texted Anna and told her what happened, and she said that she didn't care at all whether or not I shaved my head. I haven't been able to see her since, despite my asking my aunt many times to hear me out, and she's still saying until I shave my head, I'm not welcome. So, am I the jerk? I would definitely think that OP's not the jerk here. If you make that decision to shave your head in solidarity with them, I think power to you and I think that's an awesome gesture. But it's not something that you have to do and it's not fair for this aunt to try to force it upon anybody that's, I don't know, going to be close to Anna for some reason. In fact, if anything, I feel like this sounds like some insecurity from the aunt who was secretly hoping that multiple people would go ahead with it to make themselves feel better about taking that jump and shaving their head. It's not the aunt's place to be offended on behalf of Anna, and frankly it's doing Anna more harm than good by preventing one of the people who were super close from them being able to be around them, especially during that time. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to see another Am I the Jerk Here story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video, or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time for some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 